ಮಧ್ಯೇಶಂಕಮಣಿಮಂಡಿತೇದಿಸಂಸ್ಥೆಧೇಂದುಮೌಲಿಸುಲಲಾಟಷಡರ್ಧನೇತ್ರೇ ಕೇಯೋರಹಾರಕಟಕಾಂಗದಕರ್ಣಪೂರೆ ಕಾಂಚೀಕಲಾಪಮಣಿಕಾಂತಿಲಸದ್ದುಕೂಲೆ ದುಗ್ಧಾನ್ನಪಾತ್ರವರಕಾಂಚನದರುವಿಹಸ್ತೆ ಭಿಕ್ಷಾಂ ಪ್ರದೇಹಿ ಗಿರಿಜೇ ಕ್ಷುದಿತಾಯ ಮಹ್ಯಂ ಆಲೀಕದಂಬಪರಿಸೇವಿತಪಾರ್ಶ್ವಭಾಗೆ ಶಕ್ರಾಭಿರ್ಮುಕುಲಿತಾಂಜಲಿಭಿಪುರಸ್ತ ಗಂಧರ್ವದೇವರ್ಷಿಕಾತ್ರಿ ವ್ಯಾಂಬರೀಶಕಲಶೋದ್ಭವಕಶ್ಯಪಾದ್ಯಾಸ್ತುವಂತಿ ನಿಗಮಗಮಸೂಕ್ತಮಂತ್ರೈಕ್ಷಾಂ ಪ್ರದೇಹಿ ಗಿರಿಜೇಕ್ಷುದಿತಾಯ ಮಹ್ಯಂ ಲೀಲಾವಚಾಂಸಿ ತವ ದೇವಿರ್ಗಾದಿವೇದ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿಯಾದಿಕರ್ಮರಚನಭವದೀಯಚೇಷ್ಟೇಜಸ ಜಗದಿದಂ ಪ್ರತಿಭಾತಿ ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಭಿಕ್ಷಾಂ ಪ್ರದೇಹಿ ಗಿರಿಜೇಕ್ಷುದಿತಾಯ ಮಹ್ಯಂ ಶಬ್ದಾತ್ಮಿಕೆ ಶಶಿಕಲಾಭರಣಾರ್ಧದೇಹೆ ಶಂಭೋರುರುಸ್ಥಲನಿಕೇತನ ನಿತ್ಯವಾಸೆ ದಾರಿದ್ರ್ಯದುಃಖಭಯಹಾರಿಣಿ ಕಾತ್ವದನ್ಯಾ ಭಿಕ್ಷಾಂ ಪ್ರದೇಹಿ ಗಿರಿಜೇಕ್ಷುದಿತಾಯ ಮಹ್ಯಂ ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ 
तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मदिषावे ओ गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरुरेव परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्रीगुरव नमः तस्म श्रीगुरव नमः हरिओम एंड अगेन आई सी लॉट ऑफ न्यू फेसेस सो वेलकम ड्यूरिंग द इनिशियल प्रेयर्स आई हैड ब्रीफली ओपन माई आईज एंड कपल ऑफ यू हु आर न्यू लाइक बॉय वॉट इज हैपनिंग हियर this is not a cult so don't worry it's the invocation praying that may what we are learning sink in and give us the wisdom so that we can apply it in our day to day life wherever we are interacting in a very simple format explanation if that shanti mantra be taken as a topic of discussion probably i'll end up speaking whole hour on it but just that simple meaning should be sufficient this text that we are doing let me forewarn you all that it is a very intense वेदांतिक टेक्स्ट विच बिल्ड्स आवर कैपेसिटी टू सी थिंग्स इन अ डिफरेंट लाइट ऑफ क्लैरिटी एंड विजडम वॉट डज दिस क्लैरिटी एंड विजडम हेल्प और वेयर डज इट हेल्प इन अवर daily field of interactions with world of things being situations time and place desha kala paristhiti there are many components which may or may not be in our hand and many things can easily unsettle and create lot of irritations disturbances that we lose our sense of centeredness and calmness this knowledge that we are trying to pursue and understand builds that viveka or sense of discrimination with which when i perceive the world again here when i use the word discrimination which i'll use a lot of times it is not from the language which we use here in us wherein especially in today's leadership it is quite a quite a word that would be constantly used here discrimination means ability to know what is right and wrong ability to know what is real and unreal what is required and what is not and to be able to pursue with sincerity that which is real that which is required that which is of priority absence of this clarity is when there is lot of agitations within wherever there is clarity it removes doubts confusions anxieties and fears 
so our effort is to understand assimilate and while assimilating it investigate into the pros and cons of the logic that is being provided so that it is well established within if you understand this parameter then to be able to take every shloka that we take to bring it to that baseline our understanding will be clear and it will not be overwhelming so without much going into this introduction let's get into the topic as such so let us start with the first shloka after the introduction it's on page 1 <clears throat> repeat after me rupam drishyam lochanam drak तदृश्यम दृक्तुमसृत साक्षिवृगे age old debate about i exist therefore i think or i think therefore i exist to who is this attributed to dekhat but then when we investigate these two standpoints it is but obviously clear that there are various situations in our life wherein we don't think but we don't cease to exist either can you tell one such situation where you are not thinking but you continue to exist one common example everybody is on same page if it were true that i think therefore i exist then we would be scared of the process called sleep so scared that if you are feeling sleepy probably you would have you know downloaded a couple of five energies and all those energy drinks caffeinated ones triple espressos iv directly and stick your eyelids up and keep something there so that you never fall asleep you will be that scared but what is the most enjoyable experience of all the experiences if that experience be deleted and you we will be walking like zombies don't we like to sleep and that doesn't mean you start in the class itself we love to sleep why rest assured that i don't cease to exist because my thinking has stopped i should exist for that thinking to continue to pursue whatever that i have to pursue a dead body does not think i mean you can do all the analysis in a lab how many of you have worked on a what do you call a cadaver is there anybody who has worked on it okay when you take a scalpel and try to you know scale their abdomen or something is it eh it tickles man do they have any such reaction because the principle of life is not there if it exists alone that there is some kind of a response reaction that is possible in the world of interactions 
There's a very subtle variation that happens in the whole process. Even before I can get to the shloka, I'm trying to give the, um, a generic background so that we can dive deep into the shloka. For example, what is this? Be more specific. A digital wrist watch. If I have to be more specific, my digital wrist watch, not yours. It's a wrist watch. It's a digital wrist watch. It is a something that I own. The moment I picked this up and asked you the question, how quick was the answer? Pretty quick. Within few nanoseconds, I just finished the question and there were answers. In what seems to be a very simple experience that a question was asked and an answer is given almost instantaneously. There's a lot of processing that has gone through for us to experience it. To be able to answer that it is a wristwatch. First, those of you who are not looking at me, as soon as I picked the watch and held and said, what, I, what is this? The first thing that you all did was, what is he talking about? So you saw. And in this seeing process, there's so much that has gone in. Probably we have not paid much attention to this process at all. Even before we start seeing it, what has happened? That question that I asked caught your attention. You heard the sound. After hearing that sound, our mind tried to make sense of what was being asked. Isn't it? How does this mind work? I am trying to draw some baseline so that when we refer, we are all on the same page. How does this mind work? Our mind, it is a constant flow of thoughts. And these thoughts, a mind is an awesome equipment that we all are blessed with. And thankfully, what I am going to explain is a default setting that you cannot mess around with, thankfully. Otherwise, there are many of us who would have loved to tinker around with it. The reason I take an Android phone is because I have that flexibility to tinker around with it. Whereas the closed platform, it doesn't give you that kind of an environment. Our mind is such. What does it do? It receives constant data information from the outside world through the organs of perception. Through the eyes, what do we perceive? Images, forms. So I say we perceive MP4. Right? Through the ears, what do we perceive? MP3. Good. Now you are catching up. Uh, whatever is the most efficient sound wave format. Because the richness is not compressed. MP3 is compressed. Every nuance of the sound reaches us. We may not choose to pay attention to it, but there is a lot of information going through our ears. As you stepped into this hall, were you able to smell something? Yes, no. I picked a certain fragrance. 
probably because earlier there was a uh, what do you call that agarbatti incense which was burnt in this room and that smell you can perceive do you feel warm cold or is it pleasant in this hall how do you feel if it gets any little hot we would start taking our hands and why there is that unsettling feeling because your skin is feeling the air and that information is also constantly being gathered if say on the back of your shoulder back of your neck there is a small ant that crawls don't imagine it it's just an example this is a small ant that crawls because in, as soon as i said that example you could see the reaction it's not there it is just a example <laughs> would you not know it and what would you do immediately try to catch that fellow they say size doesn't matter but it does matter even that little thing can annoy so we have the sensation through the skin how many of you are chewing gum a sense of taste so there are lots of inputs that are going now suddenly somebody walked in and the door made a sound i should have cut that on a video right now what happened all 20 30 of you it was like a wimbledon game have you seen that uh, when they capture the crowd when the ball is going in a rally it's very funny like you see that movement in there you just heard that sound and what happened all these 30 heads there's so much of data going in and the mind that we have is such an efficient equipment that we have what does it do it gathers all this information at that given point of time and bundles all this information into bunches of experiences all of the data that is received right since the time that you wake up till you sleep the mind is constantly processing this way the moment you wake up it is processing what is the first thing that happens early in the morning that annoying disturbing sound which you yourself have set what sound am i talking about the alarm and we have a method to our madness the most annoying sound is picked am i right and then usually these days we all use the cell phone so where do we keep it a little distance away so that it is not immediately accessible that you have to really look for it crawl stop disturbing my best part of the sleep the bed is warm the quilt is warmed up another 5 minutes snuggle in and then and again it goes what's happening there you are feeling the warmth you are hearing the sound you are seeing all that that information is going in right since that moment the mind has become active in gathering all this data 
and bundling them into experiences. And how flawless is its job? Have you ever seen a bootlegged video? A pirated video sold in the Indian stores? You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes they are the most annoying DVDs to watch. Why does it become that annoying? Because the video is going at one pace and the audio is going at another pace. Have you ever experienced that? The action is like and the dialogue comes just about five seconds later. Par kyon? Par but the action is already done. How long can you watch such video? It's annoying, you just turn it off. Why does that happen? While it is being copied in, the synchronization of the audio and video is off. Imagine this kind of editing through five different channels is being constantly done by our mind without any discrepancy between what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you smell, what you touch. All of this data is put in to make it into a bundle of experience. In spite of that, there are miscommunications, misunderstandings, wrong understandings. That is our genius, not the flaw of the instrument. The instrument is flawless. So as soon as I asked what is this, what happened there? You heard the sound and then the eyes got directed towards that which was held in my hand and then there is again a huge processing being done. This data, this raw data was received. After receiving this raw data, the intellect is now pursuing that question. It is trying to analyze that question. So what does it do? It has taken that image. Have you ever scanned for or tried to search for a particular folder that you have saved but you don't know where you have saved it? happens. Similarly, the intellect takes this data and puts it in the search mode. And we have an amazing support of memory. As a constantly evolving memory, it is not a static data. It is a quite dynamic data. As soon as I see a new thing, I update my memory that, oh, there is a new kind of a watch, a new kind of a thing. So there was this one particular person, he said, it's a watch, but it is a digital watch. So how many watches have you seen in your life so far? Millions. All of that is stored. And when you throw this particular image into that memory for search, it comes into that classification, analyzes it through and says, okay, it is in the shape of a wristwatch. But it doesn't have a dial to it, so it must be a digital watch. You have zeroed in on that. And since how long have we had this capacity? I've seen some four-year-olds especially boys, they have a deep fascination for cars. Was there anybody here who had that kind of a fascination? And man, they have like a set of 500 cars, set of 600 cars. Did anybody have like that? Whoa. So I'm not making it up. So right since that age four, pick any car, that kid, is able to recognize it's a Ford Mustang 1973 model. Were you able to do that? Whoa. 
That's amazing. That right since three, four years of age, we have been able to do this. Imagine the processing that is happening, that you get this information and then your entire memory is being searched and then you zero in on, yes, this is a wristwatch, a digital wristwatch and that information is given back to the mind. And what does the mind do? Sends that information, sends that particular piece of data to the mouth to voice it. We don't even realize that this much of processing is being done in the backdrop. Our backend processing is pretty solid. <laughs> More than me observing who has come, it's fun to watch the heads roll. Why? A sudden data input has come door has opened. That must be a door. Must, that means somebody must have stepped in. Who in heaven steps in 30 minutes late to the class? Now, I am not just making a point here, I am analyzing the whole situation. Well, there is a point too. There is so much of processing that is being done. So, there is a mind that is active, there is an intellect that is analyzing it processing it and then it com communicates that back to the mind and the mind whips that particular organ of action into motion. What an amazing scheme of things that are happening. And it is not just simple about you know what is this. There is so many complicated things that it does a fraction of a second. Shall we do another experiment? Just so that you understand the complications in the processing. Should we? Yes or no? Okay. In that little act, keep it with yourself. Right, only for now. <laughs> Did you know that I would be throwing it at you? So, when this thing was hurled at him, what happened? The eyes are receiving the data and it is not a static data again, it is a moving data, right? So, there is the velocity being calculated, the trajectory of it is being calculated, evaluated, the speed of it is being ascertained. The weight of it is must be ascertained and then the intellect sends the information saying it is coming at this angle, it is coming at this speed, it is must be this heavy and this is how your hands should respond that it matches the trajectory to catch it. It is a complicated physics happening but all that happening in a fraction of a second. We do complain saying that you know my mind is so dumb or my mind is so agitated or my mind is so weird. Don't abuse it because it is one of the greatest beautiful equipments that we can ever analyze. So, with all this equipped when we interact with the world, Whenever we give importance to that which is being experienced, we are away from the center of our being, so far away that any movement in that which we try to experience, any change in it can have a revibrating effect on the one who is trying to experience. So, there is a world that is being experienced, there is an experiencer and the connection between the experiencer and the experience is the process of 
experiencing. So that aspect is taken here for analysis. Rupam drishyam lochanam drik. Can you all see me? Come on, guys. Okay. For a second, I felt like I'm the invisible man. Nobody was responding. So, can you all see me? Good. What color am I wearing? What is the color of the rim of my spectacles that I am wearing? You are observing. And what is the equipment through which you made this observation? Eyes. Lochanam meaning eyes are the ones through which we are making this observation. And what is being observed? Rupam drishyam. You are observing the world around you through these eyes. So they are the seen and the seer is the eye. Sometimes the eyes are wide open. Things are happening right in front of you. But then you had probably a very strange message or a traumatic thing that has happened just in the evening and you come and sit in the class and then eyes are open. And sometimes you, you find your friends or somebody lost in their thought and you wave your hand in front of them. And they are not there. Eyes are open. What is happening there? Why is there that disconnect? Something that connects to that eye to make that recognition possible is on a disconnect mode. Isn't it? Another experience, as an example, you all drive, I mean, not others crazy, I mean, a vehicle, do you drive? You drive, good. Has it ever happened that you drove 30-40 minutes and as you are hitting the garage door opener, suddenly dawns on you how did I arrive? Because I don't remember anything. What cars passed by, what kind of vehicles, how was the route, how did I take the exit, how were the traffic signals? Nothing. You just went through. Has it ever happened? Never ask me to ride in your cars. Never. Dangerous people. I will probably connect you on ways and avoid the routes on which you are. Was or ways something, there is an app, right? Ways. So it will tell me, you know, this person is going there, okay, other route. The entire trip you have gone as absolutely like dazed out. The eyes were open. Another classic example. Have you ever attended a boring lecture? Uh, please. <laughs> I mean, I asked it at that risk, but then some sympathy. <laughs> Duh. 
once I was invited to a college to give a lecture and I was asked to sit in the front row. You know, they, they have a, a little foldable writing, what do you call that? Desk. In my imagination, desk is, okay, that is also called a desk? Fine, I'll adjust. On that desk, somebody had carved, not write, carved. A nice, um, what do you call it, a tombstone. <laughs> and on that the words were, dedicated to all those who have attended this boring English class. You must have gone through such. You must have heard the teacher there say, guys, good morning, and then start off. And then you hear, so we'll meet next week. <laughs> you are not sleeping. You're wide awake. But then what happened? God knows. I was seeing, but I was not perceiving. When I joined the ashram, it was straight out of school. Never had the habit of sitting through. And the ashram, you are expected to sit about 8, 9 hours in a day. And that in itself was a big tapas, penance. And then to sit and absorb all that which is given, especially the class after lunch, was a heavy challenge. And we would be picked by our Acharya who was teaching us that, hey, go wash your face. No, I'm saying I was picked like that. So I'm talking as an example. No, you are not being picked. Hey, go wash your face and come. You're sleeping. And we would be called out. So pretty soon, within a week or two, there are a couple of us, I always sit in the back bench. Traditionally. So sitting there in the back bench, we are provided certain desk. We developed an art. Don't share it with anybody else, okay? Secret. So we developed an art. So the desk was arranged, the book was opened, the pen was in the hand, and sometimes it was under the chin. Attention, attentive gaze towards the speaker, eyes open, and then <laughs> sleep with eyes open. But it didn't last for long. We were called out the very next day. <laughs> what is happening in all these examples? Though the eyes are open, all that which can be perceived is in right in front of you, but then there is something which is not connected. So that aspect is taken, saying that the eyes are also being seen. And who is the seer? Tadrishyam Druktu Manasam. The mind is perceiving the eyes. The eyes are perceiving the world of object. So the world of object is seen, the eyes are the seer, the eyes are the seen, the mind is the seer. It's a link, one after the other, the chain. Sometimes the mind is connected, but the intellect is busy in some other problem. In such situations, what happens? The best answer, I mean, though it was painful, I usually don't ask after a class as to how was my class. That day, somehow I felt compelled to ask this lady, Amma, how was the class? And after that, I have never ever asked again. She said, Swamiji, 
क्लास तो बहुत अच्छा था पर कुछ समझ में नहीं आया द क्लास वॉज ऑसम बट इट मेड नो सेंस वॉट वॉज ऑसम देन because there is something which observes that mind as well that which is gathered by the mind there is something that processes it to know to understand dhi vrittaya sakshi this buddhi which is the witnessing of all these thought movements is the seer and the mind gets seen so what is the entire chain let's take it from the outermost the world of objects is seen the organs of perception are the seer organs of perception are seen by the mind the mind is observed by the intellect who observes this intellect there somebody that is observing the intellect swami ji where does this end does it have an end whoever is observing the intellect is there an observer for that also otherwise this would regress all the way to infinity there is that witness who observes all these processing now the point to take here is where are we positioned in this chain the farther away from we are from the core the more agitated confused disturbed that we would be now sometimes when things are going really rough you would want to step out of it you know some people jog some people take a walk some people listen to music what are you trying to do to withdraw from all that is happening so that you can center yourself because the farther you go the more you are agitated so in this entire process many of us at the most live on the level of mind which is the seat of feelings that is why we love and reciprocate to movies and titles kuch kuch hota hai are you all aware of that title who is not are you aware of the title or oh, you also where does that happen that kuch kuch is at the level of that mind and most of our life is ordained from that level onwards we are all going to a thai restaurant would you like to join <laughs> thanks for the answer yeah <laughs> usually the answer is i am not feeling like thai today have you heard people say that i am not feeling it i feel like mexican today have you ever heard or said that right where are you at that point at the level of the mind the seat of feelings and evaluate and function only from that level not even at the processing of the intellect the intellect gives direction whereas the mind goes all over the place with the sense of feeling sometimes we are not even at this level of mind 
we are at the level of the sense organ wherein it dictates what do I want to experience. That which is unfolding as my experience, I don't like it. I need to take a break. I need to indulge in something else which my ears feel pleasing or the eyes feel pleasing, any sense perception. Sometimes it is grosser than that. What ordains our actions is the object. The more decentered we are, the more we are agitated and confused. Have you ever been on a spinning wheel? Have you ever seen that the more center that you go, that you feel balanced? The farther you go, you feel the jittery sensation as soon as you get out of it. Have you seen that? Ever experienced? If not, go experience it. It shouldn't be that difficult. Why does this happen? Have you understood the sequence of logic today? That the world of objects are seen, the eyes or the sense perceptions see them, perceive them. The mind perceives the organs of perception and the intellect evaluates the mind. And there is a witness that witnesses all these. If you understood this much sequence, I would say that today's class is a success. Because the rest of it is based on this logic. So, we will proceed further in the next class, which will be next Sunday. Hopefully, see you all then if this has not thrown you off your center. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shantashantashantihi Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om